to not rush it. The road is long. There's this uh, wonderful speech called wear sunscreen. And, uh, you know, in the end, the race is only with yourself. So don't compare yourself to people today. Don't get frustrated when it takes, you know, an extra six months to buy your first plane ticket. This is the second part of the episode with Mike. We talked about blogging, building communities and digital nomad essentials. So make sure you have a listen to that. In part two, we discuss accelerating trends due to current events, blockchain ideas and digital payments, data privacy and tracking, immunity passports and carbon credits as a currency, doubling down on your strengths and monetizing it. Mike's book, Digital Nomad Escape Plan, is a great guide if you're planning to be a digital nomad. The link can be found in the show notes. Now, let's get on with the show. really wanted to get uh, get into the acceleration of trends that we see currently, and especially with um, digital payments and services. What are your thoughts on blockchain, especially as you wrote heaps of articles when you started off your career on crypto ICOs? What are your thoughts on blockchain going forward? I'd say that, you know, just to get this out of the way, most of the ICOs I worked on, yep. really great ideas, really great ideas. You know, rainbows and unicorns, but complete bullshit. They were all vaporware, you know, like the total, <laughs> but I'm, but I am a bullshitter extraordinaire. So I was really good at it and I just went for the money. But um, so my tech background is in fantasy land um, from a copywriting perspective, but I think blockchain is really, really great. Um, you know, um, but I kind of, here's, here's my theory. Satoshi landed a seed into the minds of every Wozniak type guy that ever existed. They he put mm -hmm. a seed in their heads. Who Satoshi is something you got to really think about because it's, uh, you know, who, yeah. who, who, who put that seed in your head? Because what we've done since then for free on our own time have completely fleshed out the blockchain uh, landscape. We've completely, like, without any corporate intervention, the whole entire blockchain landscape exists now. And we did it all on our own with the right intentions. Yeah. The road to hell is paved on good intentions. So, yeah. you know, if, if you would have caught me on another day pre-COVID, I would probably only sing the praises of a decentralized financial system. I would only sing the praises of the blockchain. Um, I would only, only give it all the thumbs up that I possibly could in a post COVID world. Um, you know, and I'm kind of jumping ahead on our notes here. Uh, we have immunity passports that are um, for travel. And as a traveler, this is something I've been watching, you know, so anybody listening while they're paying attention, you could go on YouTube right now and you can type in Accenture E or sorry, A C C E N T as in Tom, U R E Accenture traveler with one L ID and watch their little three minute video about how it works. So where blockchain is going, I still believe in its amazingness, but the problem is in its strengths it never dies. I mean, it's already bad enough that once something goes on the internet, it never dies. Yeah. But now it's really never going to die ever. Like if it's on a blockchain, good luck. 
done. It's happened. It's over. You can never. And we created it. The prisoners are running the prison. And I really think that when you have technology like the Accenture Traveler ID, and there's going to be more, where they use blockchain, they link your finances, they link your travel to your passport, so your, your inter-country stamps, your tourist visas, they're, they're all going to go in there on the blockchain. And then, you know, your purchases, because you know that they're going to commandeer it and they're going to fuck you on your, you know, like I'm watching the, the show Startup. It's a Amazon Prime show. Uh, and then they have GenCoin, you know, and it's like, yeah, you know, it's the future. Like it's, these shows are always behind. But they're going to take your good intentions of having a decentralized currency. They're going to rob you of that shake you down, take it, and then they're going to make it illegal what you were building. And then they're going to take this shit and they're going to turn it into something that you have to use. And then they're going to take your passport. They're going to take your, you know, so like your online bookings too. They're going to take your purchases, your financial history, and then they're going to combine it with whatever they want. So it could be carbon, carbon credit. Oh, sorry, you've taken the bus three times today. You've already used your carbon credits for the day. What? That's insane. And you can't hack it because it's on the blockchain. Yeah. Or they're going to say, oh, sorry, the last establishment you were in, you had three beers. And by our imaginary uh, metric, you've now lowered your immunity. So you're, a, you're an insurance risk for us if we let you into our establishment three hours later because you had three beers at the last establishment. So they're going to be tracking your purchases. They're going to be tracking, and they're going to use it for carbon credit tracking. They're going to use it for your purchases to track your food. Your Forget syntax. You know how they charge like 10 bucks tax on a pack of cigarettes in Canada? Mm -hmm. You know, like forget syntaxes. This is the new syntax, and everything yeah. is a sin. It's moral policing. It's like, like today I, I pulled out my old Radiohead album, uh, and I listened to Fitter, Happier, more productive. If you actually listen to the track Fitter Happier by Radiohead, and then you listen, the next track is Karma Police, I believe. If you listen to Karma Police, to me, that's blockchain. Moral policing, whether it be, oh, sorry, you flew an airplane three times this year. You're not allowed to get home from Singapore now. Like, they're going to tell you what you can do. They're going to tell yeah. you how to live. They're going to tell you what's right, what's wrong, and they're going to... You know, like, like if you look at what happened to Alex Jones, I mean, fuck Alex Jones. If you look at what happened to more, like, less bad people than Alex Jones, I mean, regardless of what you think of the guy, I, I, I think he's just a guy that yells a lot. You know, I don't think he's bad or good. I just think you take yeah. what you get, right? You know, um, you know, uh, but, you know, like, they've de debanked people recently. Like, if, if you Google um, Patreon banning, you know, when, when there was these content creators that were making money through their shit, but then the, the you know, the, the liberal uh, Gestapo came after them. What do they do? The, the first thing they do is call the employer. Yeah. Did you know that you have a white supremacist working for you? Oh, well, I'm self-employed. I'm a content creator. Okay. They call PayPal. PayPal drops them. Then they go to their bank. I'm sorry, sir, your account's been closed. Because of because of an opinion, wow. an opinion. Mm. So, like, if if they're gonna push us into digital currency and it's gonna be run on a blockchain, so help us. Yeah, this so, is this. Yeah, this is why it's important, uh, as you said, to own your own rare scores as well. 
especially with but you can't anymore you know like the only thing that you can do like and i've taken photos and i've shared them places you know like the only thing you can do like every every mall i go to here in the third world in asia where i live now and i live in palawan philippines right now google it palawan beautiful oh that's uh, that's where that's our next destination actually there you go man come see yeah. me i'm in um i you know I, i'm not going to say where on the island i am on a public recording but yeah, yeah. i'll definitely contact you when you decide to come there i'd love to you meet you have. yeah you do really yeah. great um but yeah like uh like even in the malls here i see you know use cashless you know like do cashless transactions use use your gcash card which i have one you know as a the the just to kind of segue as a traveler um you can have a government issued id if you do back to back tourist visas more than once they yeah. give you a plastic card with a chip where you can actually so when you come back into the country you don't have to have an onward ticket you can just come back into the country without that hassle the first time you come to the philippines you have to have an onward ticket um yeah. you know but if you've done this before photoshop is your friend i'll just leave it at that you can fill that in however you wish um <laughs> but uh or uh there's like onwardticket.com and things like that or you can just book yourself a ticket and then cancel it but um yeah you know like there, there there's a lot of perks for having it but then another perk is you can get a local prepaid credit card which is a gcash card well gcash is tied to alibaba in china oh and alibaba is tied to wechat and wechat is basically the harbinger of death the social credit system in china so i have a profile mm-hmm on you know the mark of the fucking beast so uh, yeah. yeah you know and then when you look at right. all these other things like i mean google's already got a profile for you here china here you go like they're, they're already in bed in china whether or not like whatever and and we are getting into the tin foil hat stuff so like but i haven't crossed the barrier like everything i've said google it mm-hmm. but if i go any further with this then i'm going to get called names so i'm going to stop there um but i really do believe in the power of blockchain when it's used for you know ubiquitous things that we use every day that aren't creepy as fuck like yeah. i personally would love to have my evernote be on the blockchain yeah you know, because then i'll never lose my evernote i mean obviously you could talk well hey if you're going to put your thoughts on a thing and it's on the blockchain that's scary too right mike you know mm-hmm. like like my biggest nightmare is uh one day in the future they pass a law where okay any data that we have that's over 60 years old will be will become public and then my grandkids get to know what kind of fuckhead i was <laughs> <laughs> get to get to yeah. see all your history <laughs> yeah i'm already dead but forget a legacy because that ain't going to happen now you know <laughs> well your great 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 grandfather he was uh you know he was uh, whatever term will invent the future you know so yeah i don't know yeah but um you know the blockchain does have has uses and i and i really do think that um they can't kill decentralized currencies because we can always use them in the dark mm. yeah so even though the government can make them illegal we can still use them yeah oh 100% it's not going to be as easy you know but we still can of course we can i mean i i can trade you uh i'm looking on my desk you know i i could say okay i have an energizer battery and i'll give you this energizer battery and we'll just keep it on this google uh, excel spreadsheet and then we can use that as our currency you know like yeah okay that was a horrible example but anyway <laughs> you get the idea yeah uh, energizer coin let's call it yeah, energizer yeah yeah, yeah yeah let's no uh, dogecoin 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 oh, that, that's the best <laughs> uh, yeah. i see i see elon elon's twitter yeah, is bombarded so his tweet, yeah the dogecoin coming over yeah. the city like a cloud with the the <laughs> yeah. yeah 
I love you, John. I love what you're doing. I love what you're doing. I as a person. Um, you know, I think he's very cognizant of the fact that he could potentially be the big bad. Um, yeah. But I, I, I don't think he's the big bad. I think Bill Gates is the big bad. And I think Elon, like, there's got to be a comic book. Like, like I've seen, um, there's some really good comic books. Um, you know, like, like, you know the joke, the left can't mean. Well, the right, they're pretty damn good at making, like, I saw this one uh, co- comic book with Trump. And it's just like, like, just Google Trump comic book. Like, I don't even know the name of it. It's uh, fucking well, hilarious. <laughs> like, you don't have to like the guy, man. It's fucking funny. Like, like <laughs> if, if you're on the on the other side of the political spectrum, which I am not, a, you know, I'm not on the I'm not on the right. I'm not on the left either, though. You know, I'm I like I have points on both sides I like, and I'm you know I'm more in the cloud around all of them. You know, like I, <laughs> yeah. But uh, but um, yeah, like if you if you look at these things, like you know, it's pretty damn funny. Um, and I, and my point of bringing that up is that if there was ever a comic book to be made. I would love to see a comic book of Elon Musk versus Bill Gates with like, you know, like if Bill Gates is Batman, then like Mark Zuckerberg would be his Robin, you know, like, but evil. And like, I don't know, I could just see like, 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 or like the tick or like, um, what's that? Uh, I think it's a Netflix or an Amazon Prime show, uh, The Boys. The Boys if anyone yeah. hasn't seen it yet, you got to check out The Boys. The I Boys. think it's available on your favorite peer to peer network, but it's also available on Amazon. <laughs> Uh, just yeah, the boys. Yeah, yeah the, boys. the boys. And, and, I'm, and I'm watching the Tick now. The Tick, the live action one. It's actually first season's a little slow, but it's a pretty good series. But anyway, holy crap! I sound like an idiot. Where were we? <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, uh, what were we talking? Oh, so I think uh, Trump's entire Twitter feed is a comic itself, anyways. Yeah, he's a total uh, character. He's, uh, he's fucking hilarious. Like he's gonna be remembered for all time. Like oh yeah. yeah. Obama and, uh, was a really great president from like being presidential. You know, he was a very presidential guy. Yeah. And then what we have now is just uh, so the you, polar opposite. It's just it's speechless. Like, <laughs> like Monty Python couldn't have made this shit up, although they came close to some of their skits. But like you just can't you can't out Trump the Trump, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you, just got, you just yeah, got you just got trumped. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's forty chess man. Like like that's that's why I say the left can't mean because they don't have anybody to pull from. Trump is a walking cartoon, man. There's material for miles and miles. So I I like watching the debates and I like watching Trump because it's just like China, China, China. 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 Like it's just like <laughs> the guy is such a cartoon. And then those like zoomed in photos of his face where you can see where his like goggles were on when he was getting a spray tan. Like, oh, the guy's a he's gold. <laughs> he's the gold dust man. And so, anyway, uh, you, you sh- yeah, you should also check out the uh, YouTube videos where he like bashes the news reporters. They're pretty funny. He, the he bashes the who? The news reporters. So they ask them questions oh, like the journalists, yeah. and he completely yeah. shuts them out. It's hilarious. Yeah, and, and then they'll have like like those pixelated sunglasses slide onto his face <laughs> and a blunt. Uh, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro. Like if you just search Ben Shapiro owns. Uh, I love Ben Shapiro. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's he's brilliant too. I, I mean, he's like from an argumentative perspective. I'm not going to get into the politics of Ben Shapiro uh, yeah. or any one of these people, but his his way of thinking and his way of argument is just like. He's the indisputable champion. And you know what? Every few years, like, what is it? Like Moore's Law? You know, yeah. how, fast the, how fast the pennion can go every mm-hmm. few years, four years? 
Well, Moore's law dictates we're going to have somebody more powerful than Ben Shapiro in the next two years. Just imagine yeah. what that motherfucker is going to be like. Damn, Shit. he's going to send webs. <laughs> man, he's, he's going to be like, I don't know, man. Like how many, I don't know. Anyway, all right. I'm going to yeah. end there. <laughs> yeah. A little bit uh, too yeah, much. We, Giving a little yeah. too much away. Leave yeah, we can, we can talk yeah. for hours about this stuff. <laughs> yeah. But, but um, um, yeah, what, what, um, what other trends do you see becoming more mainstream along with uh, digital payments and especially in your space, like digital nomad space, what do you think is going to become more normal going forward? I think that the original nomadic type people, the original vagabonds, yep. there was a gap between them and us where the idea of being like a hobo was really popular in the 70s in the eighties, you know, with all the cocaine and shit, people were like, fuck that. I ain't going to be a hobo. I need my cocaine. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But like, you know, like, like the idea of being homeless and you know what we would call it today. Cause that never sounds good on a resume. So you say I'm location independent, which is basically like saying you're a hobo, but just nicer <laughs> words. Um, you know, it's, it's lipstick, lipstick on a pig, but um, I think we're going to see another gap. I think there's yeah. going to be a gap between the digital nomads of today as we know them created by COVID, created by travel embargoes and limitations, created by this immunity passport system that's going to limit how much we can travel for whatever agenda they're pushing, whether it be your immunity and COVID or whether it be climate credit, because I really think that climate credit is going to become something consumer level in the next couple of years. I mean, it's already coming that way. Yeah. Um, and I'm not just talking costs being handed down to the consumer. I'm talking literally, we're all going to have a Carbon credits have the potential to be the, uh, the global currency that everyone's been worrying about. Wow. The new world order. Think yeah. about it. If carbon credits became a currency, that would become the currency that the whole world uses. Done. Yeah. So I think that the technology, like they're, they're starting to put um, a lid on international travel for the world. And then I think that digital nomads are going to run into more trouble than it's worth. I mean, they're talking about mandatory vaccines to travel, yeah. to get on a plane. Well, mm. I'm not going to have something that's going to, like, I mean, I'm not going to get into the tinfoil, but uh, this vaccine, if you Google it, it's not a vaccine per se, as we know them. It yeah. edits your body and how you react to viruses. It changes you. It modifies you. So they're not modifying a virus and putting a dead virus or a half dead virus into your arm. They're modifying, they're giving your body code and they're changing your program. You know? So like, I, I think there's going to be a lot of people that don't like that idea. And yeah. I think they're not going to travel as much. So I think that digital nomadism is probably going to go towards uh, more domestic travel by yeah. land maybe. And then uh, because of that or the carbon credits, whatever, like whatever it is, the barrier to entry becomes. And then um, there's going to be a period of time where we just don't really do what we're doing now. And I think that's caused by technology. And then in, in maybe 12 years, 15 years, you know, after Joe Biden's end of the world, after uh, AOC's end of the world has, you know, been proven to be wrong for real. Um, you know, thanks, Al Gore. Dick. <laughs> but, uh, you know, after all that is proven wrong and people wake up, I think that travel will reopen and then we'll have a resurgence. But I think a gap is coming. So yeah. I think that. Yeah, I, I do think a gap in internet. Like, we're we're planning um, to head back to my home country, which is a scary place to be. Canada is the only Western country that has partnered with a CCP a CCP run 
vaccine maker with a very bad track record of paralyzing babies. Wow. And uh, they're the only Western government to partner, partner with the CCP on making a vaccine. And if they make that vaccine mandatory, <sighs> so anyway, we're going back to Canada uh, yeah. with our little unborn child or our baby's due in September, mid-September. And then we're going to go back to Canada and live there. We're planning to live there for three years while we uh, get our funds and life together to buy our yacht. And then yep. um, once the smoke clears, we're going to be uh, not going by land anymore or air. We're going to be going in a completely off-grid. Hello? 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 Hello. Oh, can you hear me? Oh, sorry. I, I don't know what is happened. your recording intact. Uh, yes, it said. I hope it saves after. Okay. Yeah. See, that's yeah. why I didn't want to leave the. Yeah. Okay. I didn't want to close the app. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, it's still recording. So I think we got cut off at the point where you said you're gonna go off the grid. Yeah, I'm just gonna go live in a sailboat. Which I mean, there's no like, there's no uh, no hiding from the world there. I mean, if like I, I follow, like one of the main YouTubers I follow that sails in a boat is uh, SV, so sailing vessel, SV Delos, D-E-L-O-S. Yeah. Okay. Really good red pill for people that want to get into the whole sailing thing, digital nomads that might want to do that. And uh, if you Google where is SV Delos, they have a page on their website where it shows their location on a map at all times. Mm -hmm. And that's just pulling into an API where all sailboats, all crafts have to be public, like, like they have to have their GPS available, right? So people don't crash into them. So yeah, I mean like, you know, I'm talking about the technopocalypse and whatnot, you know, and maybe like, I figure, you know what, I can't go off grid fully. So I might as well just embrace it, be naked in front of the GPS. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, anyway, just, yeah, go off grid, go solar. Uh, have a water maker on board so I can turn salt water into drinking water. Um, you know, maybe have a little bit of hydroponics on or aquaponics on the boat, just just a little bit. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, maybe clone a few sheep. I'm just kidding, mm -hmm. you know, but maybe Do we'll it. have 3D printing of meat by then. I don't know. <laughs> you know, no. the way. Beyond, yeah, we're moving so quickly. Beyond meat. What about uh, food? Like, how is it just fishing? How can you store food for so long? Uh, I mean, you, there's, I mean, they put storage and everything on these boats. Okay. Like, like, like my favorite boat, I mean, obviously I won't be able to afford this one is the ML, A, M as in Michael, E, L. So ML, uh, 50. ML 50. And it's a beautiful oh. boat. And if you look at the video tours they have online, it's like, they got storage everywhere. Like you can store them underneath the floor. You can store food, like under your, like anything that you can sit on in the walls. I mean, you, you can definitely store enough food. You just got to make sure that you keep the critters away. Uh, That's yeah, really your yeah. only problem is just keeping the bugs out of there. Right. Yeah. That looks and then, safe. yeah, I mean, you know, like you can get a, you're not allowed to use a proper harpoon like gun, but you can get like a pole. So you pull it back like a slingshot and then shoot a harpoon that way. And uh, you can fish that way. A lot of people do. They do on SV Delos this year. They, 
they actually recently had a kid. Uh, they used to have a crew of like six or eight young people all in a boat living an awesome life in their past uh, seasons of the show. Um, and it's just a YouTube show. But now yeah, it's just yeah. a husband and wife and a baby. And their life is just like, I'm envious. So that's kind of where <laughs> we're going. You'll get there eventually. Hope so. Hope so. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, just uh, is there any any final comments, any advice you want to give to people who are aspiring to be digital nomads or people who are just trying to create their own, you know, passive income? What what advice would you give to them? Yeah, I guess the first piece of advice is uh, I'm going to contradict myself. You know, it's uh, wax on, wax off. It's just like, you know, do, do, do these two things at once if you can figure it out, tell me how. But don't learn a new skill and start from scratch. Use your existing skills and expand on them. So like, you know, like if you really want to sell cars, but you've got a garage full or a friend with a garage full of pineapples, there's no point learning how to sell cars when your buddy's already got the pineapples. Learn how to sell pineapples. Like learn what is ever closest to you what would be the quickest thing? And then whatever that is, invest heavily. When you're a beginner and you're starting out to learn a skill as a beginner and you're looking for an online course, especially in the market today when everybody's a snake oil salesman, if you don't know the basics of what you wanna learn already before you pick up a course to invest in yourself, you're gonna get some bullshit course. Mm -hmm. So make sure that you're gonna be building on an existing skill set. If you have to reinvent the wheel, it's not going to work. Now, some of you will be like, yeah, but what I do is completely in the real world. I'm not one of you losers. You know, I'm not one of you nerds. So like, what am I going to do? Like I fix cars for a living. Well, you could make cars or certain make cars. You can make videos about fixing videos, cars. Yeah. While, yeah. Yeah. Like while you're still on land. And I mean, even when you're traveling, like if you were to walk up, like there is an auto shop that's like out of someone's literal house. Like, cause like people live, in um, like in the West, we have plazas, you know, there's a row of plazas, like stores and whatever. And they look like storefronts, obviously, because they are. And then maybe you'll have a house above them. In like Thailand or the Philippines or in Asia, those storefronts are storefronts by day and then homes by night. And people live, in, live and work out of them, but they'll open up, they'll slide open that big metal door that they have that's on a track, and they'll slide it up. And then it's like, you wouldn't even know it, but there, there's a, a mechanic shop behind there. And then right beside it, they slide up their thing and it's a fruit shop. And then right now, so like you can walk down the road and if, if you're somebody that does something with your hands, like fix engines, you could literally make friends with the most friendly people in the world. No matter where you go, you will find the friendliest people in the whole world. I promise you, wherever you go, there's no country that has a monopoly on that. And you just, you know, you'd be like, hey man, um, I see you're fixing an engine. Can I take a look? And then you make, you, you build that relationship and then you say, can I pull out my camera? You know, and then you continue making your videos. Like if you're, if you're a gourmet cook, you can, you can find a place with a good kitchen. If you have to rent a nice hotel room for a weekend and then make your videos there. You know, like there's, there, there's ways to make your content if you want to, you know, yeah. just take your, with your hands type skills, your 3d in the real world skills and try to create a content with them. And, even if you're not the best at what you do, you're still better than the other guy, the beginner, the lowest common denominator. 
So just show him how to do something and then learn as you go too. And then you'll always be ahead of your audience. So then you're always a good teacher. Yeah. So there's that. Um, my second piece of advice is to not rush it. The road is long. There's this uh, wonderful speech called wear sunscreen. And, uh, you know, in the end, the race is only with yourself. So don't compare yourself to people today. Don't get frustrated when it takes, you know, an extra six months to buy your first plane ticket. Don't get upset when it takes you longer to learn how to use your email autoresponder software. Don't lose your mind if you don't know what you're going to fucking do. Because like when I became a digital nomad, I was a consultant for e-commerce people. You know, like I sold million dollar websites. When I got to, to Thailand, my internet connection could not have had this phone call that we just are having right now. The call kept dropping. So yeah. one by one, I, I had to put my clients with another firm and I lost all my clients. And then that's why I became a copywriter because I could do that offline if I had to. Yeah. So like you're, you're going to get caught with your pants down. Don't get frustrated when things don't work your way. Just be a savage opportunist. Vampiric level. Like just, if you smell blood, go for it. Like, like not on a mean, like, you know, like take advantage, but like just, if you smell an opportunity, see, see what that opportunity is. Look under the surface of the water and see what the rest of the iceberg looks like. And, you know, maybe you can change, you can pivot. You, anyone can pivot any, at any time. And I, I've probably pivoted three or four times in the last decade, at least. Um, and then running up to becoming a nomad, I made the mistake of trying to learn new skills from scratch. And so I probably pivoted a dozen times in the year before I went out here. So yeah, just, you know, Take your time. Don't rush it. Don't compare yourself to others. And, and then another point I really wanted to drive home too was, I mean, even if, you know, there's any older, you know, gentlemen and, and gentle ladies out there that could even tolerate listening to how fast I talk. But if you're a boomer or if you're a Gen Xer and you got this far, this message is for you. It doesn't matter how old you are. You do not need to forego having kids. You can take them with you. Just Google digital nomad family. Google it. Like, if there's any moral of the story, it's Google it, man. It's, it's the questions you ask Google that'll reveal what you want to see. So digital nomad families exist. Sailboat families exist. Van life families exist. And they all live on a very low, like the average cruiser. I mean, you got boat bucks. A boat is expensive to run. But if you choose the right boat, you can be spending 10 grand, 15 grand a year for your entire family to live on a boat. Live your dream. It's not as complicated. And it's only as complicated as you think it's going to be. And my final point is for everybody. You cannot fail if you do not stop trying. It doesn't matter how many fucking times you got to swing at the, at the fucking fences, man. You go. And if, like, you don't even have to be the fucking brightest bulb in the fucking pack. Like, I, I'm not that bright. I learned as I went. Eventually, it becomes muscle memory. Everything does. Yeah. So just keep trying and you will not fail. And I guess, you know, I'll kind of leave it at that. I mean, then I got other things like leave room for serendipity, life works in mysterious ways. Like, like I, you know, a quick story, like I, I was at one of my dire straits and this happened twice. Same yeah. scenario though. I'd be sitting there eating my last bowl of rice in Thailand and now Nang was the first time, the second time was in Chiang Mai. I'm eating my last fucking bowl of rice. I got 40 baht left after that bowl of rice to my name. And it's exactly enough to buy a singer at the time. I think that they taxed it more now, but I was able to buy a thing. And I thought, you know what? This is my last 40 bot. Mm. 
I trust the universe. I'm going to spend that last 40 baht on a beverage to go with my wonderful meal. I buy that beer. I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm just trusting the universe. I'm trying to swallow my fear of the fact I can't believe I just fucking, and of all things, I bought a beer. What am I doing? <laughs> and I'm sitting there and a beautiful woman walks up to me and she's like, Hey, is your name Mike? I hear you make websites. I'll take two. Wow. And that happened two times, two different girls, two different bowls of rice, four different websites. That's Twice. crazy. Yeah. And like both times, same scenario on my last run, because when I was writing my book, Digital Nomad yeah. Escape Plan. So Digital Nomad Escape Plan, folks, I'm actually going to be making a new edition and a free companion course that you can get completely for free. I'm putting Abroad. the book back on Amazon. Yeah. But the course will be free on Hobo's laptop and on uh, the roaming economy. But anyway, um, yeah, I guess, you know, and then uh, my other thing is, um, be wary what you put into your veins and the, the, the rights and privileges that you trade for the new normal. Do not allow the boat to get too far from land on that one. And I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah, that's very important. Yeah. A because few people realize. Yeah. Your kids will not enjoy the same luxuries and benefits of life that you had today. And this pandemic has been a bullshit. So... I know there's going to be a pandemic too, apparently. Wait mm -hmm. for that one. Probably three years out. Mark my words on this recording. July 22nd, 2020. Yeah. But um, yeah, just don't let it go too far. Let them take your rights away a little bit more on the next one, but not this one. Yeah. Anyway, enough about all the tinfoil hat shit. Sorry, guys. Sorry, everybody. Uh, no, that's amazing advice, actually. And yes, thank, thanks so much for your time. And sharing your experience over the last few decades and your knowledge. I really appreciate it. And I hope you get that yacht soon and travel around. Me too, man. Ash, it was my absolute pleasure and I'm really glad I got to do this. Thank you. Thank you everyone for listening. I hope you enjoyed it and learned something new from this episode. If you did, make sure you like, comment and subscribe. And if you know anyone who'd benefit from the content we covered today, make sure you share it with them and add some value to their life. Have a blessed day and take care.